It is morning in the church of her, and the air is thick with the smell of seared flesh, along with the scorched bodies of Agora's most devout followers lay the charred remains of the mutant ape, brought forth by the glory of her light. Those still present felt paralyzed by fear or reticence, knowing their role in what took place. We were all responsible for this madness. As the sun rose, the doors to the church swung open, revealing a heavy and suffocating fog that enveloped the world outside. It was only by the grace of her light that it was pierced, illuminating the grounds before the chapel and the lands beyond her domain. Two paths lay before them, with distant figures partially visible through the fog. To the west, a ruined labyrinth of fortresses, once grand and powerful structures. To the east, a putrid and foreboding forest, ominous to all who beheld it. The travelers debated for some hours on which way their first steps into the forsaken land should take them, none with certainty. A voice from beyond warned the travelers, Do not forget the cycles. This time will eventually pass. The subterranean current of the nameless serpent will only become stronger. This world will be shaped and formed by those who inhabit it. You have a crucial role to play. All must find bonds and covenants through kinship, belief, image, culture, or even antagonism. Carefully weighing their options and still trying to understand their place in this land, the travelers decide to go west toward the fortresses. Perhaps there would be some relic or text to find that could explain something of value to them. As the journey west continued, the light emanating from the church grew stronger and stronger until it was hard to look at. Then, suddenly, there was a searing explosion of white light from its center. All were blinded, many stumbling to the ground as the power of her light overcame all senses. Three numbers echoed throughout the ether and seared into the minds of the travelers. 21, 57, 122, a sum of 200. As the light dimmed, relatives, associates, and friends of those who had leapt into the flames for the glory of Mother Agora found themselves holding tokens of her majesty. Twenty-one were blessed with a flame in memory of the bravest and most daring souls eager to show their devotion to her. Fifty-seven were bestowed her embers in celebration of those who sacrificed their lives in joyous celebration of her return. Finally, one hundred twenty-two were given her ash, a final reminder of what becomes of us all. And yet one more was bequeathed a gift, though not from Mother Agora, perhaps in delight to some unseen figure, a fool's cap of the Grand Jester found its way to a quiet and unassuming individual who had witnessed their comrade sacrifice themselves long after the revelry had ended. What a cruel joke! The faithless and cowards among the travelers looked upon these godly gifts with great envy, 
and all began to understand the power of action in this place. These tokens represented a concord, unifying all who held them with a commonality and understanding. This was a valuable strength that few had previously considered. Soon, lust, greed, and an intense desire for such power would overtake the group as they continued west on their search for knowledge. Though one constant remained fixed upon their consciousness, we are all going to die. This broadcast has been brought to you by the Concord of Research. We are all going to die is a Creative Commons project. For more information, find wagdie underscore ETH on Twitter. If you enjoy this broadcast and would like to support its ongoing production, donations can be made to wagdielore.eth. Written by The Marshall and King Offling. Vocal narration by Gina. Audio mixing by Merck. Thank you for listening.